I just have to make my, my little thing that turns my recorder on and off is getting sticky. Really? Probably messy hands caused the problem. Well, you probably got either some chocolate or some peanut butter on it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. I think that's why you need to eat uh, M&M's or something. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I, get, I, I still get the colored. Then it gets colored on top of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure that there's... I think there's maybe some health issues to M&M's. Yeah, some of the dyes maybe. I think so. There's something about that, those colors. Red yeah. dye. Well, think about that blue. Hmm, that's not exactly natural. And what, 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 what colors were M&M's when we were kids? When they first came out, what were the first colors they yeah, had? I don't know because I don't think I had them when I was a kid, actually. I don't, I don't there weren't that them. many. That, uh, in yeah. fact, if I looked at it right now, what were the, I, I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Just to see what the first colors of M&M's were. Let's just see. I mean, obviously my brain's just barely getting started right now, so. Here it is. Original color of M&M's. Uh, the original colors were red, yellow, violet, green, and brown. Red, yellow, violet, green, and brown. Yeah. I know they added blue. Yeah. What other color? What other colors in there? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at. Okay, let's see. Blue is the main, kind of an orange color now, besides red. M and M's. When you grab a regular bag of M and M's, the colors will remain the same: red, orange, green, blue, yellow, and brown. So the question is, what did they make those from? Hmm. So they got rid of violet. Huh. And they put in blue. Yeah, interesting. Well, anyway, M&M's, remember, the, the idea with M&M's was to keep your hands clean. Yeah. When you're eating candy or chocolates, and of course, if your little knob on your recorder is getting sticky, it's because you're not you're not eating M and M's. Yes, it says peanut M and M's were introduced in 1954, but first appeared only in a tan color. In 1960, M and M's added yellow, red, green, yellow, red, and green colors. In 1976, the color orange was added to replace the red. It was discontinued in response to the red dye scare, red dye number two. Right. I think we're still struggling with the red scare. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're struggling really big time with the red scare. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. It is funny that it's red dye. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I was I was actually going to bring up, because um, I haven't talked about it for a long time, but uh, the, the Robert Heinlein book, The Puppet Masters. Oh right, yeah. Um, I think it's it's one of it's it's one of the greatest sci sci-fi 
book's ever written, but I don't think most people know that it's, even though he's using the term aliens, um, it's about being taken over, the mind being taken over by aliens, so to speak, but it's actually a book about communism. Yeah. Yeah. And the collective mindset or the hive mindset. Uh, what's really interesting is that the aliens themselves they 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 attach themselves at the at the base of the um, the reptilian brain, mm-hmm. the brainstem, yeah, right on the shoulders, so to speak. Yeah. So they always say that the alien in the book is riding you. Yes. Like you're the horse and, and it's the rider. And the amazing thing about that particular alien is when he describes it, he's describing the placenta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost to the T. So you got you got the placenta, which has been placed on deposit in, in you know, as the security issue uh, collectively. Yep. So you got the collective placenta um, in a communal fund, communism. Yep. And by claiming a birthday that only attaches itself or joins itself to that placenta, you are becoming part of the collective, i.e. communist plot. Yes. To destroy freedom and individualism. Yes. And it and then it extends over into using that same word rider in insurance. Right, it's an insurance policy, mm-hmm. a rider policy, mm-hmm. which is the Santa Claus. Yep. Which is granted to you the same day as Jesus, uh, the Jesus Day. Yes. Christ Mass. Yes. The Santa Claus arrives, which is the rider policy, the insurance policy. Yep. For the covered infant entity, ID. COV. ID. Yeah. COVID. Yep. Wow, that's not much of a stretch, but I know a lot of people hearing this for the first time will, will go, wow, uh-huh. what was what was that? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the Puppet Masters is getting more and more expensive, even as a paperback. It's, hard, really? it's getting harder and harder to find, but um, I would advise that everybody read it and understand what they're reading. Uh, Alien is, is where I want to start with today's talk anyway, before we get into... The, what the talk is ultimately about, which is the expert witness. Okay. Now, this is the fun stuff. Because when you understand that you and everyone listening and everybody breathing today are alien, are foreign to this realm, then, then you'll understand there is no jurisdiction, no jurisdiction that actually applies to you. When you understand the truth of the matter. Yes. Okay. And, and it's really kind of important because, I mean, I had this conversation with a, a friend of mine that was down here from Wisconsin. Not really from Wisconsin because he's not from Wisconsin uh-huh. because nobody's from Wisconsin. Right. <clears throat> he's from the land north of you. <laughs> well, and, and even that. Not, right. I mean, the yep. land of, let's say, the soil of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um because realistically, the very the, the atomic structure of your own biology is of the soil mm-hmm. of all of the Earth, mm-hmm. and I think we got to be really clear about the concept of who we are or what we are. Mm-hmm. And this is the fun part. I'm not joking. This is the part that's actually fun because when you understand the 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 
idea of the substance, your body, and the spirit behind that substance, we're going to call it the breath, or the consciousness, when you understand that none of that is within the jurisdiction of, of any of these man-made fictions. <laughs> so let's just start with the substance, the body itself. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to, just for the heck of it, and see what it says at Wikipedia about the composition. Well, first of all, I'm going to just ask Google if the body's made up of the same stuff as the Earth. How about that? Okay. Um, okay, I just Googled it, and it looks. It, it says, We should do our best to keep Earth healthy, of course. The human body and planet Earth are also made from the same elements. In fact, we share 97% of our atoms in common with the rest of the galaxy. Wow. Wow, I'm, I, so does that mean that my physical body's from Illinois? Nope. You see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Is my physical body from uh, uh, the fictitious Illinois that was established in Kaskaskia in 1818? Is my biology from Illinois? No. No. Is any body from Illinois? No. No body no. is from Illinois. Nobody is from Illinois. Mm-hmm. So, again, the, the idea of Illinois... Um, I'm not from Illinois. I may have arrived in a hospital that's located within a concept or an idea called Illinois. Mm-hmm. Or the, a county called Winnebago that is within the state of Illinois, with it, which is within the lower 40 contiguous states within the United States of America. Mm-hmm. But those are all ideas. Yes. Biologically, my substance itself is not from any of those places. Mm-hmm. Even America. I mean, if somebody were to say, Kurt, you were born to the soil of America. No, I wasn't. <laughs> My mom, her parents came from Greece and Sweden. Mm-hmm. There is no piece of America, per se. Well, even Greece that, and Sweden are still fictional stories. There you go. So even Greece and Sweden are fictions. Mm-hmm. Because they're just words that identify physical, mm-hmm. the physical parts of the earth. Mm-hmm. But they're still only names that man gave those areas, those territories. Yeah, they're used for convenience of communication, if that's all you use them for. <laughs> but, but even that, so my mom, uh, whose father was from Greece and, my, and her mother was from Sweden, I mean, even their bodies are not from Sweden or Greece. Nope. They're from the soil of the earth itself. Yes. yes. So, again, we are not from where we think we are. No. Nope. Biologically, I'm going to say substance, substantially. Yep. And so if somebody says, well, I'm an Illinoisan, that's not a true statement. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a state national. Nope. That's not a true statement. Nope. Because I can... physically, you are not that. Mm-mm. So again, let's just say that your body is this, of the same elements that make up the Earth or, or 97% of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Even if your body is made up from the same elements as the Earth, where's the Earth come from? <laughs> uh, the answer is, I don't know. I don't know. 
so if I if my my physical existence is is an I don't know answer substantially I can't be from anywhere these people are telling me I'm from that gives them the right to treat me poorly within a jurisdiction that's correct there is no jurisdiction that can actually claim my existence Mm-mm. and I and only I can make the mistake of claiming a jurisdiction yes yes and I have to lay claim to Illinois I have to lay claim to the United States of America I have to lay claim to America I have to lay claim to to the to earth mm-hmm. in yeah. order to 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 place myself within a jurisdiction yes And that's, had, um, and that's why it is called voluntary because I have to I have to do it because it isn't reality. The only thing I can say is that I'm living. I'm I I have breath. I have wind in my sails. That's right. And again, and biologically, I mean, if you look at the human body. Um, if you actually take off all the skin and, and remove the bones and you look at those organs, the, the, the lungs, the lungs themselves look like wings. Yes. And as long as there's wind within those wings, as long as there's air under those wings, as long as there's breath in those lungs, mm-hmm. you're able to fly. Yes. Above the earth. Yes. Now, most people, when they hear the word fly above the earth, they're thinking that I'm actually off the ground. No, you're just walking upon it. Right. Upon the earth is still above the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not attached to the earth. As long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm inspired, I can soar. So it says here, when you look up um, just the human body in uh, Wiki, that... 85%, 65% of the mass of your body is oxygen. And people go, well, that that doesn't make sense because I I have substance. Well, remember that water is hydrogen and oxygen. Mm -hmm. And your body's made up of, what, 50, 60, 70% water. Yes, and it says hydrogen has 9.5%. Five uh, percent for oh, the body. The body's made up of that percentage mass. of hydrogen. Uh-huh. Okay, so what I'm really trying to get at is the substance of the body itself mm-hmm. is is the same substance of the earth. Yes, it's not the substance of Illinois. Mm-mm. It's not the substance of Winnebago County. Mm-mm. It's not the substance of of uh, the United States. So none of these places that claim jurisdictional authority have have any when you know the truth of the matter. Correct. Okay. But that's just the substance. Mm-hmm. So if my substance began, if my biological estate, i.e. the substance, the land of my soul, if it begins at fertilization, an event called fertilization, and that substance begins with a singularity called zygote. Mm-hmm. That's my substance. Yes. That's that's the place that I let my my spirit lands. That's the place from which I, or it's the place I occupy. Yes. 
Now, here's why that's important. Prior to fertilization, that did not exist for me. Right. The, the 46 chromosomes that make up that zygote did not exist prior to fertilization. Correct. Okay, so the substance, my substance, my exclusive substance, never before existing, never again will it exist. Right. Only exists in an unbroken, continuous and contiguous biological timeline from fertilization in the womb to last breath beyond the womb. Yes. That's my substance. Yes. But what now let's talk about the eye. Mm-hmm. The one speaking to you right now. Where was I before that substance existed? Because because I needed a place to land. Where where was I before that? Not 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 of the earth. No. <laughs> <laughs> not the answer of that. Is I don't I don't know either. Yeah, not of that substance. It's something I, well, else. Well, I don't know where I was. Right. You were not. But I was. Uh, yeah. But neither does anybody else. Mm-mm. So I, I am not, again, even the I am not subject to any of these fictional jurisdictions. If if my physical body came from the earth, we'll call it Mother Earth, and, and the I came from the heavens, it, it doesn't even matter from where. Mm-hmm. So you got the heaven and earth aspect that are bound into one living, breathing spiritual entity mm-hmm. for a limited, finite mortality. Yes. From fertilization to last breath. Yes. There is no jurisdiction for that supreme being. Mm -mm. There isn't. No, and all of the, um, if you understand how to look at the the, uh, paper stuff, it it even says that. (laughs) Well, that's kind of, what I'm trying to get at is that when you understand that reality, Mm -hmm. and that there is no jurisdiction that actually holds the supreme being mm-hmm. it has no authority over the supreme being even even first corinthians 2 15 says the spiritual man is to be judged by no man mm-hmm. the church is not disagreeing with my my position here not even in unum sanctum not even in unum sanctum Mm-mm. so who better who better to be the world's expert witness than somebody that knows that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean it's true for every body what I just said is true for every body today yes so an expert witness should be able to speak for every body mm-hmm And that's what I'm saying that um, you and I have actually kind of put together in the right of way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm calling the right of way an expert witness. Yes. And it's an expert witness because it applies to everybody, everybody that understands um, the jurisdictional dilemma. Mm-hmm. My body is is the substance of all of the earth. Yes. There is, it is not from the soil of Illinois. I may have arrived, my spirit may have arrived in Illinois, but it's not, but the body is not from Illinois. No. So I'm not a party to any claims of Illinois. No. I'm not a 
party to any claims of of the, the United States. Correct. Of America. Mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a party to any claims of America. Mm-hmm. I mean that's really obvious when my mom, her own parents came from Greece and, and Sweden. Mm-hmm. So how can I be the substance of the soil just solely? How can I be of the soil of, of North America when my mo- own mother wasn't from, her, her own parents were not from here? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm saying that that's just another country. But even those countries are not the jurisdiction of the living supreme beings within the boundaries, the man-made boundaries of those countries. Correct. We really have been sold a lot of nonsense. A bill of goods. <laughs> a bill of goods. What are, what's the definition of goods? The unborn of animals. The unborn of animals. So we've been sold a bill of goods for the un, unborn animals. Yes. A, we've been given a bill for the unborn. Yes. I will say this about the book. I, I mean, we just got it. What is today? Tuesday? We just got the author's copies. Mm-hmm. I think on Saturday or something like that. So, and, and, and the other, the, the orders that I placed from the publisher will be here probably, I believe, Thursday. Yay! And at that point, yeah, then I'll, I'll start um, sending them out, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. The neat thing about it is, and you and I will do, you know, a number of calls on this, I believe, over time, is that, you know, the Library of Congress has this book. I call it a book, even though it's a a transcription. Uh Um, It is a book because it has a front cover and a back cover and and all of the material in between. Mm -hmm. But um, the Library of Congress, by the the fact that this 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 material, this these ideas are on the shelf of the Library of Congress, removes plausible deniability Mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Yeah. So when people know what this right-of-way is all about and they start applying it appropriately however they believe whatever appropriate is Mm -hmm. um john 8 32 will kick in Mm -hmm. and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what we're dealing with here we're dealing with a system where by cutting the umbilical cord they have made us all defects defective Mm mm-hmm and then we have to go to either the church to to get salvation to be made whole, or we have to go to the state uh, for salvage to be made whole. Both positions are fraud. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, is, from fertilization to last breath, we are already whole. We've yes. just evolved beyond the infancy yes. of, of the womb-based entity. Yes. That's all. There's yeah. nothing more than that. It's called evolution. So, for those of you that want to continue to deny evolution, you can remain the infant. Well, and the truth of the matter is, is if you're breathing, you're evolving. You know, whether your mind is evolving or not. (laughs) Yeah, be careful there, because I think the evolutionary process does include the mind. I mean... I do um, too, but, but the body still goes through a process from 
from in, uh, fertilization through until it takes its last breath. It's still an evolving process that that goes through and changing all the time. Now, I really agree with you that in order for that to be directed, one must use the mind. <laughs> and, and through the gained wisdom yes. uh, of, of the lifetime, yeah. Yes. So, I just lo- I, I looked up Bill in etymology. Yeah. And the only reason I'm going to say anything is because the hyperlink is bull. Is B-U-L-L? Yeah, so you know the papal bull. Ah, uh, the bull, the, the bull yeah, of goods. Right, but it's, a, you know, the first definition is a male of bovine am- animal. Um, and it also says, um, perhaps the Germanic verbal, verbal stem meaning to roar, which survives in some German dialects and perhaps is the first m- element of boulder. Yeah. And then the other verb means to push through roughly. <laughs> and the third noun is insincere, trifling, deceptive talk. <laughs> insincere. Yes. Um, it's funny because years ago I was into to a lot of motivational um, talks or motivational, you know, mm-hmm. programs. And uh, I remember... One of the the guys um, been around a long time, but he 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 actually taught me the definition of um, sincere, mm-hmm. uh, which comes from sincere, mm-hmm. without wax. Yeah, because when um, let's say Michelangelo was creating a you know chopping some stone off of or chipping away at a stone to make a a new statue, mm-hmm. if he made a mistake. Um, the way they would repair the stone was by filling that mistake with wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So an artist that made no mistake, his work was sincere. Sincere. Sincere, without mm-hmm. wax. Yeah. The same holds true with us. When we are whole, we are sincere. Mm-hmm. Because we're without wax, we're without filler. Yes. And that's what 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 they've done is they've made it impossible for us to actually live with integrity, wholeness, mm-hmm. completeness, because they cut off our integrity. They cut off. They cut us off from the ability to be sincere. Yeah. When they removed um, the organ, when they amputated a piece of us at the port of entry to the new world. Yes. When they cut the umbilical cord, they broke us. Mm-hmm. And then they gave us a document that evidenced that we were incomplete. The birth certificated character evidences that fault, F-A-U-L-T, the fault. Mm -hmm. So everybody claiming a birthday is already at fault. Yes. Because the cut is a fault. Yeah, and according to etymology from the 1500s, sincere is pure, unmixed, unadulterated. There it is, and it also says um, it has original. It was originally um, of one growth, not hybrid, unmixed. Of one what? Of one growth. There it is. From fertilization to last breath is of one growth. Yes. 
even though they, they create a false terminal a t- false terminus with the cutting of the umbilical we 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 used to be in the womb mm-hmm. and then we came out of the womb but it's only one life mm-hmm. it's, it's not two lives we, we're not living two lives we're, we the, the life in the womb in the water-based environment of mother was the same biology that I have today it just evolved beyond so the, the water-based this is what's so amazing about the zygote people don't realize that I I, I do call the zygote at, at an intelligently designed arc absolutely so I'm, I'm using the word intelligent design because there isn't any greater design can you imagine something being designed to live in the water and on the land it's amazing it is amazing so the first 280 days in the water the zygote was designed to get us all the way to the new world yep it's it's miraculous really yeah so you got the intelligent design of the information within the, the 46 chromosome zygote and and from the moment of creation which is called fertilization from the moment of fertilization all the way to your last breath is the evolutionary process so you have both intelligent design and evolutionary process yeah it's not one or the other it's both yeah well and sincere sin sin is without but sere it says that it actually was an adjective that meant whole intact not only to grow, but it was whole and intact. Okay, so S I N you're saying is without. Yes. Okay, so when when somebody says you're guilty of sin, you're guilty of without. Yes. What are you without? You're whole. You're knowing that you're whole from fertilization. Right. You're without the first two hundred eighty days in a womb. Yes. So original sin is the without. Yeah. And and so. By not knowing your true godly origin is fertilization and claiming a, a arbitrary birthday for a false narrative 280 days later, you are already in sin mm-hmm. without. Mm-hmm. You're without your origin. Yep. yep. Wow, that's pretty yep. amazing. It says um, the first element as Latin is S-I-N-E, without. Well... Sine. Sine. And then C-A-E-R-U-S is whole intact. Original sin. Yes. And the root of that word is C-R-E-S-C-E-R-E, which means to grow. Yeah, I don't know... um, the more you understand the biology, the easier this gets. Mm-hmm. Because again, if at any point you are cut off, if at any point, then that life has been terminated. Yep. I I don't think people really understand when I say that the medical definition of delivery is the fetus and its membranes. Yeah. That's the medical definition of delivery. So if they cut off the membranes and only the fetus 
of course, the word fetus changes when it crosses the threshold from the womb to outside the womb. The same, the same biology that's called fetus in the womb is called baby outside the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you cross that threshold, but they don't, they don't allow the rest of you to be um, the, the complete version of you to remain whole. Correct. When they cut the umbilical cord, they actually don't deliver you Mm-mm. because it's not a delivery without the membranes. That's correct. So then, for the rest of your life, you're, you're talk, you you keep using these words the church hands you and say, "and deliver us from evil." Yeah. Well, if you would have been delivered whole to begin with, those words would no longer be necessary. Right. They would be irrelevant. (laughs) They are, yeah, they're irrelevant to the truth, but once they cut the cord, there's a piece of you that has yet to be delivered. Yes. And so, and that's what they're doing. They're creating the very scenario. Some people would call it, you know, the Hegelian dialect, where you actually create the problem Mm -hmm. so that you can offer the solution. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, if I cut off your arm and then offer you a prosthetic (laughs) arm, you know, I'm the one that caused the problem. Right. So then to offer you a prosthetic arm at a, at a, at a fee, at a rental, <laughs> you know, a rental. So now, you, wait a minute here. Didn't you already do the harm to me, and now you're offering me the solution? And I get to pay you for that solution. And I get to pay you for the rest of my life for the use of that prosthetic? Yeah. Well, that's what they do when they cut the, the umbilical cord, is they give you a prosthetic mm-hmm. for that missing piece of you. Mm-hmm. The church calls that missing piece, that amnion, that lamb, they, the church calls it Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is a prosthetic mm-hmm. for the missing organ, the missing membrane that got you across the waters mm-hmm. of mother. Yep. I mean, they, they say that Jesus walks on water. Yes, like a boat mm-hmm. walks on water. Yeah. Jesus, the amnion, the membrane that surrounds you in the womb, walks on water mm-hmm. and keeps you alive while you're in the waters. Yes. And and it gets sacrificed at the port of entry. Mm-hmm. They cut it off. Yep. At the at the crossroads between the unborn and the born. Yep. Which is the original problem. (laughs) Well, certainly the original sin, because from that point onward, you are without Jesus. Yes. (laughs) You are without the amnia. Yes. (laughs) I know. It's, it's, It's pretty easy. Yeah. But, um, so now I have to, sadly, I have to go into the basement and go to my computer, because I, I want to do... Um, well, I'll do this first before I go down there. Obviously, I'm dragging my feet because I don't want to go down into the dark. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go down to six feet under. <laughs> yep. Um, if I go to the the uh, right-of-way website, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to it right now. Yep. There's There's some things people need to know when they get there. So right of way dot, um, dot, dot life, life, all one word, right of way dot life. 
when you get to the website, I mean, it shows the baby, the umbilical, and the uh, extra embryonic or the placenta, mm-hmm. all as one unit. By the mm-hmm. way, when you look at that, that is the right-of-way. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the right-of-way. Yes. When you're looking at an uncut umbilical cord, yes. that's the right-of-way. Yes. Uh, across mother's land, the motherland. Mm-hmm. Underneath that picture is is a red banner that says New Word Order Podcast. Um. That's where all of these talks are located. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them. There was one that I removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and under that, it has the raw right-of-way audio for download. Mm-hmm. For anybody that ends up using this transcription as uh, a expert witness, you would also want to include that audio mm-hmm. um, in your packet. Mm-hmm. And then under the, underneath that, um, it has Rule 702, Testimony by Expert Witnesses. I believe the right-of-way, a Pacific transcription, is such a testimony. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to go get in. That's what we're going to get into today. This call is actually about that expert witness position. Yes. And I want to... Um, expound on that the definition at, uh, of Rule 702. Mm-hmm. By the way, rule, the yes. word rule, measure, mm-hmm. is a measure. Mm-hmm. And a measure is, in a, is a quantity or amount. Yes. It could be a measure of time or a measure of distance, a measure of substance, a measure of weight, mm-hmm. but it is it becomes the rule mm-hmm. of law. And that rule of law that they're using is the link that has been cut off of you, the the quantity that has been cut off of you. That's Mm -hmm. the measure of a man. Yes. Not the measure of a ghost, not the measure of a cadaver. It's the measure of a man. So the rule of law is that is is the material that they cut off of you and they're using that rule of law against you because the moment you claim a birthday you are now against the law mm-hmm. you are now going against the law by not accepting the law mm-hmm. in- fertilization is your beginning yeah. it is your genesis lowercase g yes if you choose to not accept your lowercase g genesis, which is the origin of the species, also it's 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 the beginning of all life, then you you're stuck with a false narrative, capital G genesis, yes. which is a prescript, yes, a prescription known as scripture. Mm-hmm. And let me explain that before I go in the basement. You can see I don't want to go in the basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it's really pretty outside, and I'm looking at the birds. Yeah, I totally get it. Here's, again, if my biology began with the uh, fertilization process, dad's 23 chromosome from the sperm, mom's 23 chromosome from the ovum, that fertilization process then does what? That's By the way, that's that's a verb. That's an action. Yes. The fertilization process is creation. Yes. The thing created is the zygote. Yes. When that 
zygote exists, when that new 46 chromosome entity existed for me, somewhere late December 1959 Gregorian calendar. Mm -hmm. And I'm using a Gregorian calendar so people can actually relate to the year that they believe it to be. So somewhere late 1959 Gregorian, December, my biological substance, it, it existed. It did not exist prior to that. Mm-hmm. My unique, exclusive 46 chromosomes did not exist prior to that moment of creation. That's right. But the Bible did. Yes. The Bible was already here. Mm-hmm. It was a pre-script mm-hmm. ion. It's a prescription. Yes. So if I become broken and require their story, which we call his story, history, if I require history to fix me, mm-hmm. it is a prescription. Mm-hmm. Jesus is a prescription for the mayhem that occurs at the port of entry to the new world. Yes. A prescript. Prescription. The Bible existed prior to to my biological existence. When they cut a piece of me off, an act of mayhem, and and I am now no longer whole, they can make me whole again with a prescription that has existed for however number of years that they say it has. The Bible is a prescription. Yes, it comes from prescription, comes from um, prescribare, ordained, determined in advance, right before. Who writes prescriptions? Doctors. Right. So, this is the Hegelian dialect again. They injure me, they hurt me, they break me. And then there's then they write a prescription for me, mm-hmm. which is the Bible, mm-hmm. the New Testament, mm-hmm. and to make me whole again, or the Old Testament. It doesn't matter, depending on my perspective. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a piece of me that they're holding on deposit. They call it in reserve. Yes. And to be very specific, it's called the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. What is the definition of a lowercase f federal? Man's covenant with God. So man's covenant with God is held on reserve. That's the material that, that that's the womb-based material that evidences your direct link mm-hmm. to creation. Mm-hmm. That material, that biology, man's covenant with God, is held in reserve. Yes. Federal reserve. Mm-hmm. And that reserve then is what? That's that's what they offer in these court actions in these courtrooms to make you whole again. That's the remedy. <laughs> that's the remedy. That's the remedy. In fact, even the First Amendment, are you in front of your computer? Mm-hmm. What does the First Amendment say? I, have to, I can't say it without looking. <coughs> First Amendment. First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, 
or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble. And to there it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. In other words, the very First Amendment talks about a peaceable assembly. Mm-hmm. In other words, to put yourself back together peaceably. Right. Not through war. Mm-hmm. Not, not through violence. Mm-hmm. But to know the truth, which is fertilization, and to put yourself back together through that knowledge. Yes. And that knowledge is what the right of way is all about. Yes. I mean, most people will not be able to articulate what's in the book, but all they have to do is know that their beginning is fertilization and apply or, or, or have an expert witness speak for them. Yes. So again, to peaceably assemble is to pull yourself together. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that at the port of entry to the new world, there wasn't an act of mayhem. Right. Definitely medical malpractice. But for me to have the knowledge of my true beginning and to just say, listen, just leave everything where it is. As long as you don't, you know, as long as you recognize who I am and leave me alone. Yes. As a supreme being. Mm-hmm. And again, they use the term what? They, they say c- convenience and consistency. Mm-hmm. When you convene something, you assemble it. Yes. Hell, even Harry S. Period Truman said, for convenience and consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, consistency is harmony and convenience is to assemble. Yep. So you're assembling, you're, you're creating harmony. Yes. Not war. Yes. That's peaceable. Yes. And that's what we're doing with right of way. We're, we're, we're helping people to peaceably assemble. Right. And that was in the, in that First Amendment was obviously the knowledge that they, they gave the opportunity to assemble peaceably. Well, the declaration, the, the declaration of independence was 1776. Right. The the so-called Constitution um, of the United States is not the Constitution of man. Mm-hmm. I mean, my constituency is mind, body, and spirit. Right. Uh, not a piece of paper written by men in 1789. Right. Yes. The Bill of Rights was written for living men. Yes. To protect the living men from that constitution. Right. And from it. Yes, and that's what I'm saying is they knew and they gave so they that was the opportunity to peaceably to assemble through knowledge. Through knowledge. Rather than the sword. So Well, not through faith. No, no. Well, what I'm getting at is to have faith when you're when you're when you're relying on faith, then you require a middleman. Yes. When you have knowledge, a direct knowledge, then you don't require the aid of a middleman. No. Um, also, in 1789, I mean, you got to realize that they, the, the medical industry, science already knew. Well, actually. Uh, the church knew as well long right. before, but science, I mean, the, the London Medical Society already identified what the cut material um, was. Yes. 
So faith requires trust in something other than you. Knowledge is I know. And there it is that that the the self evident aspect of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're up against right now. We're up against the ignorant masses, the Christ masses that have been cut off from from the minds mm-hmm. of men, mm-hmm. because the those masses are what's making up the majority. Mm-hmm. And there's another problem with that too: is that if I ask you, have you reached the age of majority? I mean, most people don't realize that that's not a good thing either. Mm-mm. I mean, if I, if all you can do is reach the age of majority, is the majority one hundred percent? No, it's... no, it's anything over fifty percent. Right. So the, to reach the age of majority does not um, account for the rest of your biological estate. Yeah. So even if you reach the age of majority, but a piece of you is held as the res on deposit in some in God we trust, in some trust account, some sedicate by trust, then that majority still doesn't identify the owner. Hmm. It identifies a shareholder in equity rather than the owner of the biology. You know what the definition of masses is in etymology? <laughs> what? From 1836, people of a lower class, and then it has plural of mass, and mass is, from the late 14th century, an irregular shaped lump, body of unshaped, coherent matter. <laughs> Sounds like the placenta. It sure does. And, of course, they already knew what that was because the Pope was claiming the human creature back in 1302 through Unum Sanctum. Right. So anybody that subscribes to the masses, they're assuming is ignorant because they're calling them lower class. And you use the word subscribes to Mm -hmm. um, means to underwrite or insure. Yes, absolutely. So those subscribing to the Christ Mass, the Christmas Mm -hmm. story, Mm -hmm. um, underwrites that story by becoming the surety themselves. Because they have The one executed. Yes. Because they have faith, which means they trust something rather than knowing something. And they're willing to die for that, and what is that called? Uh, Sacrifice? Martyr. Martyr, yeah. And that's that's what they got. They got everybody to believe in the martyrdom of Jesus. And, and of course, Jesus is nothing more than your own presence, the I am. And so the only thing sacrificed in that world, in that system, is your own presence. Mm-hmm. To be or not to be. Yeah, so you martyr yourself as soon as you subscribe to that belief. <laughs> To his story. To his story, yes. Because again, and I'll leave it at this, and I, I, I bring this up occasionally, but I never exist in the past, and I never exist in the future. Mm-mm. I only exist along with the breath in the present. Mm-hmm. So if my presence began somewhere late I mean, biologically, my presence began somewhere late 1959, um, and it's still present now with the inspiration, the breath today. That's one singular presence. Mm-hmm. 
I have never participated in the past. No, you can't. I've only participated in the present. Yeah, that's the only place a living person can be is in the present. No matter how much our mind takes us into the past, the story of the past or the story of the future, it's all happening right now. It's always the evolutionary process from a single cell to this moment is only presence. Mm -hmm. So, you know what, martyr? Actually, it says it's from Old English, Old French, Spanish, Italian, and it literally means witness. So it's like you're a witness against your belief in a story that's not even have anything to do with you. Well, wait, okay, this is a perfect jumping off point. Perfect. <laughs> That's right. No, it really is because the concept of a witness. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the um, the uh, Bill of Rights again. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the Fifth Amendment. Yeah, and it says here that um, witness is from testimonium, um, and it means one who one who testifies. Yes, and as soon as you accept that birthday, you are a dis- you become. No, 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 don't, no. don't say this. Don't I'm not going to say gonna- that. No, I can't say it that way. But you have no rights. You have accepted the martyrdom. Yes, and you are a witness against yourself. <laughs> but you can't be. No, you can't be. What I'm getting at is that the character born. To that, or the, the certificated character. Mm-hmm. The birth certificate is not for the baby. No. What is it? What is it for? For the placenta. The fetal maternal placenta. Placenta. The yes. tertium quid. Yes. If it's a tertium quid, is it you? No. It has your biology. Mm-hmm. But it also has mom's. Mm-hmm. I have 46 chromosomes. Mm-hmm. The tertium quid placental birth certificated person has 92. Yes. So I and the placenta are not the same. Correct. But it does have but it does have my biology. Mhm. Bless you. So it the birth certificated person and me are not the same. We're related. Yes. But we're not the same. Correct. If we're not the same, can I witness against the birth certificate? No. If we're not the same, can I be a witness against the birth certificated person? Yes, you can be. I can't be a witness against myself. No. But I can be a witness against that certificated person. Yes. Because it's not me. Right. I can be a witness against anybody, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. So now I go to the Fifth Amendment. 
which is only for the living, by the way. Mm-hmm. And what does it say? It says, no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger. Nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall uh, be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Again, it says, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be witness against himself. But if... Well, the birth certificated person is not you, so you can be a witness against that person. Yes. What happens when the birth certificated person is negated through the knowledge of fertilization being your true origin? Then you can't... Then it the only then that doesn't exist anymore first and then you can't then the fifth amendment uh, applies you can't be aware. it actually protects you at that point yes mm-hmm. yeah see what they don't what people don't realize is that the duality of the birth certificate the birth certificated character is is based upon a a, a composition of matter a patented composition of matter mm-hmm that is not you. Mm-hmm. It has your biology in it, but it is not you. It's a 92 chromosome entity. Mm-hmm. And so it, if you're only 46 and it's 92, then you are not the same. No. But you can then become a witness against that character mm-hmm. and sacrifice that character, mm-hmm. which you are now underwriting, you are insuring. So you sacrifice that character and then you have to pay for it. Yes. So they put so they involve that character in all kinds of deals, mm-hmm. underhanded deals. Yes. Left-handed deals. Yes. Dirty deals. Insincere. <laughs> insincere deals. Mm-hmm. And then you by claiming um or underwriting subscribing to that character, you have to pay the bill. Mhm. This is pretty diabolical. Right, and it does say, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia or when in actual time of war or public danger. So what do they do? They keep creating public danger and war. Right, right, but remember too that the living being... It does not apply. It, it applies. It only, the Bill of Rights only applies or protects the living. Mm-hmm. And it says you're not subject to the same offense to be twice in jeopardy of life or limb, and the limb has already been taken. So it's already been sacrificed. It's already been sacrificed. So, so if you, I mean, if you look at this biologically, mm-hmm. the double jeopardy aspect of it. Um, they've already sacrificed that character. Mm-hmm. It's already the blood on the lintel. It's it's the mm-hmm. Passover blood. Mm-hmm. If you allow that to remain where it is, in other words, don't argue. Just let it be where it is. Mm-hmm. Become the pacifist. Mm-hmm. Leave everything as it is, but recognize what it is. Mm-hmm. 
and just let it be. Mm-hmm. Let it be where it is because it's already paid the price. Wasn't there a song about that? um so the neat thing about it is you don't have to believe in in jesus Mm -mm. to have the effect of jesus Mm -hmm. remember that the effect of jesus is um the bill is paid yes the bill is paid everything is paid they took the money out of the system but then they they said there's a credit out there um but it's based upon that sacrifice i I, i'm not killing myself i'm not sacrificing myself i do know the difference between their birth certificated fetal maternal 92 chromosome entity and my 46 chromosome living breathing body right um i'm not sacrificing myself I'm going to leave things as they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight over what they already took. The mayhem that was already that already occurred at the port of entry. I'm not going to argue about that. Well, yeah. Because I've evolved beyond it, Linda. See, this right. is the part that people don't get. Right. Kurt, how do I get my placenta back? What are you talking Why about? Why do you want it back? Well, it doesn't matter because I'm still using the biology now. Right. Mm-hmm. I've evolved beyond that material. I don't need it back. That's just right. leave it where it is. Leave, leave. Let the story be as it is, yeah. and just understand that what they're doing. Yes, is is you know it, it, it's the way they run their game. Yes. Anyway, to, to learn how to be in the world but not of it, and if you're chasing your placenta, you're still trying to be of it. <laughs> Right. That material has already been placed on deposit. Mm-hmm. It has become of the public. Yes. Of the world. Yes. So you leave that where it is, mm-hmm. and it will do what it's supposed to do. You just can't keep claiming it. You can't. See, this is where the having your cake and eating it too. The cake itself, the word placenta means cake in Greece mm-hmm. or in Greek. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to still keep that placental material that has been placed on deposit, you want that cake, and then you want to use it as well. You just leave it as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, that's the pacifist part. Mm-hmm. Let it be. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm now in the basement. Okay. <laughs> because I really want to get into why this... Uh, expert witness is such an interesting concept, or and I should, I should, and it is a concept, by the way. Mm-hmm. Remember that the the witness, the material. I'm actually, you know, a living being, and the words that that we put down or that we speak has, you know, an effect. Mm-hmm. It just is an expression of the truth. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. People don't. Most people don't even know what the truth is. So Mm-mm. they think it's their opinion. They think it's their perspective, but it's not. Yeah. All right. So I'm concept comes from medieval Latin conceptum, which means an, a draft or an abstract. An abstract. Mm-hmm. Don't doesn't the birth certificate actually say it's an abstract? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My live the, the the live birth record that I have in my possession actually is called an abstract Mm -hmm. what's the definition of abstract Mm, 
I don't know. Let's look it up. I'm looking it up with you. In etymology, um, it says an abridgment or summary of a document. That's, an abridgment? Yeah. Says, um, oh, it says um, it's from abstract in the adjective, is from a 1610, in philosophical sense, considered as a general object or idea without regard to matter. It says a general object, object or idea without regard to matter. So it's not specific. Uh-uh. It's general. Mm-hmm. The abstract is a general idea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to general. And the adjective, it says originally, is from abstractus, which is to draw away. To drag away, detach, pull away, divert. Sounds more like it's your attention. Yeah. With Withdraw or separate from material objects or practice practical matters general yeah opposed as opposed well, to concrete in general mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a phrase mm-hmm. it says for the most part mm-hmm. most generally. part yeah not all no and then of course archaic is the general public mm-hmm. and they have the word people mm. general I think that's where it's going to be interesting here. So I'm going to rule 702. Okay. Testimony by expert witnesses. Um, and this is the, the Cornell Law link. Yeah, I got it up. I'm going to just go to, right off the bat. It says testimony. Mm-hmm. I'm going to testimony definition. And re- remember, I'm just using the Webster's online testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to keep this. Uh, if I have my Black's Law with me just in case. Yeah. Testimony. A solemn declaration usually made orally by a witness under oath in response to interrogation by a lawyer or authorized public official. B says firsthand authentication of a fact firsthand yep I'm gonna see what firsthand means sounds like it's not hearsay right yes firsthand obtained by coming from or being direct personal observation or experience mm-hmm do I have direct personal experience of fertilization? No. Yes. Well, you have. No, no, you can't explain it. You, it's either yes or no. Direct personal experience of fertilization. Yeah. D- don't I come from it? Yes, you have evidence because you exist. Because I'm here now and I'm not dead. Yes. The fact that from fertilization to last breath is a singular path. Yes. That's direct. Yes. No, no circuitous. There's no middleman. There's no bridging. There's no boat across a river. It's direct. Yes. 
So firsthand experience is direct personal experience. Yes. I, I may not remember it. Right. I mean, I may I may not recall it. I'm, I'm talking memory now. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my time in the womb. Right. But but the fact that I'm here now means that I've never been dead. Right. And the fact that I've never been dead means this is direct. It's continuous and contiguous biological experience. Yes. That's why it's firsthand. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you off easy on this because this is too no, it's stinking good. important. First, so testimony, mm-hmm. firsthand authentication of a fact. Yes. Well, let's go. Um, first of all, is is the cutting of the umbilical cord a fact? Yes. Yes. If and and the birthday that's based upon that cutting is a fact. Yes. It doesn't make it my origin. <laughs> if I claim a birthday, if I claim a birthday, this is what happens to me. So let's say I'm 62 plus years old, mm-hmm. according to the my orbit around the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm 62 plus years old. Somebody asked me, "Hey, Kurt, what's your when's your birthday?" Well, first of all, I know the definition of birth. Right. And by the way, realistically, let's let's get really down to this. If somebody asked me when when is my birthday, the only answer I can think of is, Linda. You know, really, with all due respect, births uh, uh, are for infants. That's the only answer I have. I'm not going to say I don't have a birthday, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to say birthdays, births are for infants. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I don't have a birthday, but I won't say it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you picture me? I'm, I'm let's say, 5'10", 190 pounds, coming out of my mom's vagina. <laughs> That's <ridiculous. laughs> No, I want you to picture that because that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, a full, being, being a female, a, a full, all I can say, being a, a female, a grown man coming out. Being a female, all I can say is ouch. <laughs> what I'm getting at is birthdays are for infants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are not for grown men or women. No. So there is there is no way for me as a sixty plus a year old man to admit to a birthday. Right. The only thing I can say is births are for infants. Yeah. And they occur one time. Yeah. <laughs> I keep picturing me, you know, fighting my way out. Um, <laughs> I I keep picturing since I've been witness at births. In my past, yeah. I, I can all I can say is, "Ouch." <laughs> well, so again, testimony is firsthand authentication of a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reality is, did did a birth event occur at the port of entry? Yes, yes. that's a fact. It's a mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. If I lay claim to that at sixty-two plus years old, I am. 
I am now shrouded in infancy. Yes. I become the infant by laying claim to it at right now in this moment. Remember, it's always the present. Yes. So right now in the present moment, everything is occurring. Yes. In reality. Because I only exist now. So the reality is is right now I'm I'm sitting in the basement talking to you, but there was also another now moment. 62 plus years ago when I was coming out of the womb. Yes. It's the same presence. Yes. It's all, I mean, so it's all true as a singular presence. Mm -hmm. But through the evolutionary process and the continuous and contiguous nature of time, oh, Kurt, but time doesn't exist. Tell that to my body. (laughs) Tell that to my body. Because I can't do half the shit I I did at 20. Mm -hmm. Or even 30. Probably 40. Mm -hmm. So by me attesting to a birthday, there, I, I am now laying claim to infancy. Yes. And now I'm subjecting myself to one USC 8. Yeah. By just claiming a birthday. The reality is, birthdays are for infants. Yeah. And and with all, I mean, heart, felt honesty, you can look in the face of anybody, the judge, a cop, anybody. When you know this, and you can say, with all due respect, officer, with all due respect, your honor, you know, birthdays are for infants. Mm-hmm. Push the infancy in back where it belongs. Yeah. Um, one USC eight person, human being, child, and individual, as including born alive infant. Yes. So, person, human being, child, and individual is an infant. Yes. A says in determining the meaning of any act of Congress any or of any ruling regulation or interpretation of the various administrative bureaus and agencies of the United States, the words person, human being, child, and individual shall include every infant member of the species Homo sapiens who is born alive at any stage of development. That's the cut material that's frozen in time on paper with a birth certificate. Infancy. Do infants have legal capacity? No. No. Which is why you they require infants to have attorneys. Yes. As 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 um, those acting as guardians or whatever. And all, where would the property of an infant be located? Where would it could be? be held in trust. It could yeah. be probated. All kinds of things. But the, does the infant have any any capacity over property? No. 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 So again, by living through a birth certificated character and celebrating every 365 days infancy, do you ever have control of your property? No. No. Okay. So again, what we're doing is we're at Rule 702. Mm -hmm. We're talking about testimony by an expert, by expert witnesses. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the word witness. Okay. 
attestation of a fact or event testimony um, one who has personal knowledge of something by the way if I claim a birthday which begins 280 days after creation that could presume that I am allowing the 280 days of biology to be held in trust mm -hmm. or to be sacrificed mm -hmm. that presumption would then place me in a very specific community mm -hmm. of believers right and I will be treated as such well and I um, I don't have memory of it either. Right, but you don't need memory of your origin. No. Because every embryologist on planet Earth would say life begins at fertilization. Right. And they would not say life begins at birth. And they wouldn't say life begins at conception if conception is defined <clears throat> as implantation. Correct. Because life begins at fertilization upon sperm fertilizing ovum. Yes. That's the beginning of life. <coughs> yes. Um, witness also says public affirmation by word or example of usually religious faith or conviction. When they have a piece of your biology on deposit... In a in God we trust, does that sound like an example of faith? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and of course, the word conviction means nothing more than strong belief. Mm -hmm. So, how many people do you know have a strong belief in the birthday? Mm, most everybody. I would just say pretty much everybody mm -hmm. we know. The masses. The masses. Thank you very much. That was the best possible answer. <laughs> Only the Christ masses have yeah. a, a strong belief, faith in the birthday. Therefore, they convict themselves. They are convicted of um, heresy. Yes. Even by the church's own words, you're, you're a heretic if you believe in two beginnings. Mm -hmm. That What do they call it? They call that, Man I mean, in, in Unum Sanctum, they, they call it what? Heresy, Manichaeus. By Man Manichaean heresy, mm -hmm. two beginnings. Mm-hmm. I began at fertilization, and I begin again at the birth. Well, and it's, logi true. it's logically counter to life. It's an impossibility. It is impossible. It, it is an impossibility. It's an impossibility. Um, I had one beginning. Yes. And that, that's all. I mean, my, my biology began at fertilization, the moment of fertilization. The fact that I can't... I can't actually remember it doesn't make it not true. Correct. My bio, my biology, my biological entirety, my wholeness began at fertilization. Mm -hmm. The birth certificate, the birth certificated character is a martyr. Yes. To be executed in a court. Yes. Of law. Yes. It's it's to be executed. And it's it was not, created to be executed. Right. It's a court of law. It is not the law. It, the law begins at fertilization. Correct. Um, which is what I believe the forensic courts are trying to uphold. The forensic courts are trying to uphold the law. 
because the law begins at fertilization. So they're the ones that are trying to correct you when with your mistake of the birthday. Mm-hmm. The Department of Corrections is there to correct you for your mistaken birthday. Yes. Okay. Um, so, Rule 702, testimony by expert witnesses. A witness who is qualified as an expert by knowledge skill, experience, training, or education may testify in the form of an opinion or otherwise if A. The expert's scientific, technical, or other specialized knowledge will help the trier of fact to understand the evidence or to determine a fact in issue. The key word there or words is specialized knowledge. I'm going to go to the word specialized because this is huge. Specialized DEF. Okay, definition of specialized at Webster's. Characterized by or exhibiting biological specialization. This is specialized. I mean, they already brought in the word biological mm-hmm. in the very first definition. Then it goes on to say, especially highly differentiated, especially in a particular direction or for a particular end. Jeez. You're laughing because you know that the definition of war is over a particular end. So imagine having specialized knowledge of that particular end Mm -hmm. that has been cut off of you. Mm -hmm. That's it right there. Specialized adjective goes on to say number two, designed, trained, or fitted for one particular purpose or occupation. Specialized. Remember that it, it says for a particular purpose or occupation. Is the is the material that surrounds you in the womb? Is it specialized? Yes, absolutely. Yes, it's to keep you alive in water. Mm-hmm. It's designed to keep you alive in the watery environment of the womb. Yes, it's highly specialized. So, specialized, number one, says characterized or exhibiting biological specialization. So, I'm going to go to specialization. Um, It says a making or becoming specialized. Two says structural adaptation of a body part to a particular function or of an organism for life in a particular environment. Yes. There's your womb. Yep. I mean, we used to be in the water as, as a, a clump of cells, and no matter what anybody wants to say, there isn't anything more Darwinian than going from a single cell in the waters of mother to coming out onto dry land and standing upright. Nope. That's the whole story of Darwin. Yeah. It's compressed. It's in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to be critical... When the birthday is issued, mm-hmm. that's when time begins. Yes. Right? Right. Linear. Everything in the mm-hmm. womb is before time begins. Yes. On paper. Mm-hmm. 
So if history begins with the issuing of time, then everything before that issuance of time is prehistoric. Mm-hmm. So all the time in the womb is prehistory or prehistoric. Yes. That's pretty much sounds like, you know, coming up out of the muck and mire that Darwin actually describes. Yeah. But we do it. Mm-hmm. We evolve from a single cell to a multi-trillion cell entity. Mm-hmm. And from a water-based environment to a land and air-based environment. Mm-hmm. That's pretty miraculous. It is. And then specialization B says a body part or organism adapted by specialization. This is all the material that they cut off of us. Mm-hmm. So going back to Rule 702, I'm gonna, I'll let you talk in a second here. I just want to get through. Um, a, Rule 702 testimony by an expert witness. It says the expert's scientific, technical, or other or other specialized knowledge. Is not the knowledge that we speak about all of this time in the womb, isn't it specialized knowledge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't doesn't the book doesn't the um, uh, right of way uh, uh, book emphasize the specialized knowledge? Yes, I would say so. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't you don't have it even, in your hands yet, but, but you know what well, it is. But, but even the cover of it shows that. Special. Absolutely. Actually, the front and back cover is enough. Mm-hmm. That 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 because the right of way, the the baby umbilical and extra embryonic is is a an illustration of the right of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The umbilical cord is a right of way between the, the the land of mother, the motherland, or the uterine wall in the womb, across mother's land out of to out of the womb. It's a right of way. Yes, and it also the umbilical cord is the right of way. Right, and it proves the sixty seventh Congress, chapter twelve. Chapter twelve, sixty seventh Congress, nineteen twenty one. Yeah, it proves that too. Just the picture. So, so B says the testimony is based upon sufficient facts or data. The testimony is a product of reliable principles and methods. And, and D, the expert has reliably applied the principles and methods to the facts of the case. The case. The case. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the definition of case. Well, one says a set of circumstances or conditions. Uh... B says a situation requiring investigation or action. Uh, B2 says the object of investigation or consideration. Is the object of the trust or the res, the piece that is cut off of you and placed in, in God we trust, is, not, is that not the object of yes. the trust? Yes. Um, it's also the issue at hand the issue in other words when baby comes out of mom that's one issue Mm -hmm. what we really have to do is I think people are going to be confused if I don't do this I'm going to the word issue okay real quick um look what the word issue says a vital or unsettled matter Mm -hmm. well vital is living your life Mm -hmm. unsettled matter 
we know that the biology that was cut off of us they're pretending they don't know what it is mm -hmm. they're pretending they don't know who it belongs to it's unsettled mm -hmm. um Two says concern or problem. B says a matter that is in a matter that is in dispute between two or more parties. Does that sound like a matter? I mean, remember that the placenta is a feto maternal organ. There are two potential uh, claimants upon that biology: me as the owner of the fetal property, and mom as the owner of the maternal part of the placenta. Mm -hmm. So it says a matter that is in dispute between two or more parties. Correct. Well, if I remove my biology by knowing all of my biological estate from fertilization onward, then, then my biology is not a participant in the placental claimant. Right. In the placental claim. Because there is no fetal part of the placenta if I know all of me. Right. And then there's no unsettled matter. There's no unsettled matter. Mm-hmm. Because it'll just be my biology and mom's. Mm -hmm. The unsettled matter is the fetal maternal organ itself. Right. Because they're calling that a composition of matter and pretending it's neither mom nor baby. Right. It's a third it, it, thing. It doesn't make it true. Mm -mm. Um, issue. Uh, C says the point at which an unsettled matter is ready for a decision. The point. Uh... Well, the thing, I just want to say there that when you agree and say claim the birthday, then you have settled the matter. You've made the decision right there. Well, remember that the definition of to, to decide is to, to um, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay. Decide to make a final choice or judgment about, to select a course of action, to infer on the basis of evidence, to fix the course or outcome of, um, to bring to a definitive end. Mm -hmm. You can't do that if you're still living. Right. You're, if you're still living, your life has yet to end. It hasn't ended yet. Right. But the cutoff material, that, that material has a definitive end. Mm-hmm. When you decide on a birthday, you have created a terminal point. Yes. An end. Mm -hmm. A dead end. But if you're still living, then your life has yet to end. It hasn't ended yet. Right. So there cannot be a definitive end for a living being until they're dead, until their last breath, their last expired breath. That's why it's revolving. What's that? Well, that you go in and you say, yeah, that's my birthday, then there's a decision made, and then you get sent back out the door, and then another time you're issued something, and you come in and say, yeah, that's my birthday, then there's another individual, I mean, a, a decision made at that point in time, and it just keeps revolving as long as you keep... No. No? No, no. Okay. No, because they're not dealing with a living being if, if you keep going back to the dead end. Well, that's true, yes. No, yeah. they're, because there's only one life. You can't revolve. You, revolving doesn't apply to a singular life. You're going in circles when you're revolving. Yes. So you keep coming back to the infancy and getting executed, and then they put, put out the... I mean, you walk away. But remember, you're not living. 
if you're claiming a birthday. Yes. You become the witness against, um, you become the Judas to execute the Jesus. Yes. Yes, okay. So there is no living being if, 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 if there is a birth certificated character. Um, if there's a living, breathing being, then there is no birth certificated character. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. Right. Um, so the only one that has a definitive end is the birth certificated character. Mm-hmm. Until I'm dead, my life has yet to end. Right. It's not ended. It's not over yet. Yeah. So there is no... By the way, if I were to be judged, when would I be judged? Upon your death. When I'm dead. Mm-hmm. All the good things I've done, all the bad things I've done would, would go into the ledger and they'd, they'd weigh it all if this were all true. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, okay, he gets to go to heaven or he's going to hell. Mm-hmm. But I would have to be dead in order for that to occur. Yeah. Well, they created a situation where I am presumed dead. Yes. So they can judge me every time there's a speeding ticket every time there's a DUI every time there's any infraction or citation issue they get to judge that character mm-hmm. but if I'm living they don't get to judge me that's the difference between using a decedent a dead end a decedent to state character and being a living man which is beyond their game yes and I posted this the other day that um the rules of the game do not apply if you're not playing. That's right. If you came into my house and and Debbie and I were sitting down across the table from a couple of other friends playing Monopoly, <coughs> and you come and you stand behind me and watch the game, are you in the game? Nope. Do the rules of the game apply to you if you're standing behind me? Nope. So it doesn't matter whether I go to jail or it doesn't matter whether I'm losing my houses or, or I'm in bankruptcy. None of that shit matters if you're not playing. That's right. Well, the living do not play in the once upon a time decedent world. Yes. You, you, you don't get to play in the world of the dead when you're living. Yes. You don't want to play in it. Mm-mm. Well, that's where we're at. Yes. Um... The decedent estate, if it exists, you do not. And if you do, it does not. It's one or the other. Yes. So, to, again, that's to decide is to actually to bring to a definitive end. Now, I could be bringing the, a, a definitive end to their belief that I'm missing presumed dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. If I prove life, which is what the Sedeke Bay Act, uh, Section 4 of the Sedeke Bay Act, uh, 1666, if I prove life, then the game is over. Yeah. And they got to give me all my shit back. Mm-hmm. That's what the Sedeke Bay is. If I prove life, then it's game over. Mm-hmm. But if I keep claiming a birthday, it's game on. Yes. Okay. Um, so to, to decide, it says to bring to a definitive end, but I could be bringing the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. If I if I am proving life. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're. It's hard. It, you got to realize that to decide something is to cut off. Yes. It's to cut off. Mm-hmm. By. Um, the Latin idea is to cut it off, to cut something off. Um, back to set rule 702. Again, listen to this from the position of knowing 
having specialized knowledge of fertilization to last breath. Expert witness. Um, that's how simple. But what I'm going to go into their notes now. Okay. But I'm, I want to reread this. It says a witness who is qualified as an expert by knowledge skill, experience, training, or education may testify in the form of an opinion or otherwise if. And there's A, B, C, and D. A again says the expert's scientific, technical, or other specialized knowledge, that's the focus right there, will help the trier of fact to understand the evidence or to determine a fact in issue. A fact in issue. So remember that the issue is something that's coming forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. A baby's a baby is issued from the womb. Yes. But then there's a second issue. Once they clamp and cut the cord, there is a second coming issue. Yes. A second issue. If they would have allowed all of you to have been delivered as one unit, which is the medical definition of delivery, then there would not be a secondary issue. Right. There would all be one, there'd be one living baby coming out in an entirety. Yes. And there would never be any court action based upon a birth certificated farce. Correct. A, I, I, let me say it a different way, a birth certificated fraud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... B says the testimony is based based on sufficient facts or data. Let's go to the word base. The bottom of something considered as its support foundation. B, biology, it says, that part of a bodily organ by which it is attached to another more central structure of the organism. Let me say that again. That part of a bodily organ by which it is attached to another more central structure of the organism. What are you picturing right now? My belly button. The belly button. That's the base. Yep. Home base. Mm-hmm. The base. The naval base. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, architecture says the lower part of a wall, pier, or column considered as a separate architectural feature. The lower part of a wall, could that be the uterine wall? Mm-hmm. I mean, when my biology plants itself into the wall of the uterus, it, at that point, is now going to take root into the uterine wall. Yes. And then I'm going to receive support in the form of nutrients, in the form of waste disposal, Mm -hmm. in the form of oxygen. Yes. From mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Through that base. Yes. Through that... Um, Tube. Interface. Yes, the interface. The thing is, is that my biology and mom's biology never mixes. Mm-mm. 
my 46 chromosomes never mixes with moms. Mm-mm. Ever. No, it's actually biologically disastrous if it does mix. <laughs> <laughs> biologically disastrous. Um, look at base... C2 says the lower part of a complete architectural design as of a monument. Hmm. Where's the monument? We can go to that, but you can do it on your own. Base is a main ingredient. Uh, Base is a supporting or carrying ingredient. Look at that. A supporting or carrying ingredient as of a medicine. Um... 3A says the fundamental part of something. Fundamental. Groundwork. On what grounds? Well, I would say that fertilization is a monumental moment in time. The only thing people need to remember is that your 46 chromosome biological entirety whether they cut it in a thousand pieces, a million pieces, or, or or whatever, it's still only one whole biological estate. Correct. And that wholeness is what they are pretending to give you back. Yeah. So they break a piece off, they cut a piece off, they amputate a piece, and then they say, oh, by the way, we're going to give you this certificate that evidences completion. Right. We're going to call it a post office. Mm-hmm. Representing that piece that has been removed violently through mayhem. Yes. Um, base also says the starting point or line for an action or undertaking. So when they cut off that piece of you and it dies because it becomes a decedent estate, that sounds like the starting point for an undertaking. Mm-hmm. For an undertaker. Don't undertakers handle human remains? Yep, dead bodies. Mm-hmm. A dead body. So mm-hmm. an undertaking, an undertaker handles human remains like the afterbirth. Yep. A decedent estate. Yep. <coughs> Base. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just looking at um, four C one, a permanent military installation, <laughs> a naval base. A naval base. Mm-hmm. Also, in a, in a talk that we had a, a week or two ago, or three weeks ago now, I don't remember when, infantry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you brought up the term infantry, with all, which also means infancy. Mm-hmm. Look at, look at um, 4D, linguistics. What is the word there? Leave. It's the base. D, 4D. What is the word there? 4D. Um, root. Root. Yeah. Root. The usually underground part of a seed plant body that originates, usually from the hypocotyl, 
functions as an organ of absorption, aeration, and food storage, or as a means of anchorage and support, and differs from a stem, especially in lacking nodes, buds, and leaves. B, any subterranean plant part, such as a true root or bulb or tuber or rootstock or other modified stem, especially when fleshy and edible. Here, um, I'm looking for something that people can actually relate to. D, 2D, the part of an organ or physical structure by which it is attached to the body. When my biology plants into the wall of the uterus, which is also called conception, mm-hmm. it also is the word fuck. Mm-hmm. In, uh, occupancy to occupy or implant is to fuck. Mm-hmm. I know that we laugh about that because when I plant into the wall, my mom's uterine wall, I become a motherfucker. Yep. (laughs) Well, that, I mean, taking root. Um... And look at look at 3C. I'm just picking these out because they're so obvious. 3C says an underlying support. Mm -hmm. The basis. Yep. On what grounds? Where does my support come from? Well, in the womb, my support comes from mom. Right. The, the uterine wall. But outside the womb, I do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not relying on the support of mother outside the womb. Inside the womb, absolutely, positively. Mm-hmm. But outside the womb, I'm not. I've evolved beyond the need of mother. Right. I love my mom, I, but outside the womb... And I it's just, not the same. No, and I just want to emphasize that because of the pellucid membrane, you had a right-of-way to your mother for her support. Absolutely. When, when, when dad's sperm fertilized mother's ovum, there was a membrane surrounding that ovum that does not mm-hmm. change. It was not changed by dad by, by any mm-hmm. sex act or by mm-hmm. um, coitus or, or, or the fertilization process. It remained... <laughs> the same yep. and and so that pellucid membrane that surrounded my my original zygote um evidenced <laughs> evidenced a right of way to to the motherland yes as what as basically all rights titles and interests to whatever property mom was setting aside for me yeah a A tract of land that mom set aside for me yeah it was yeah i'd like to say tract of land because it comes up a lot in the legal issues yeah that's a great i have not thought of it um yeah Mm -hmm. root to verb to furnish with or enable to develop roots to fix or implant there's, there's conception right there. To take root or to root is to fix or implant by or as if by roots. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just want to point out that even um, in a plant, when it puts its roots down into the earth, it's still separate from the earth. It's still separate from the earth. Yeah, just like... Absolutely. It, just like when we put our roots into the implantation of mother's womb, we're still separate, just as a plant. I mean, you can pull the plant up and you'll see its roots. It's not earth. No. It is different. It is separate. Yeah. It is distinct. Yes. Um, so it says, B, the testimony is based 
on sufficient facts or data. Hey, listen, there's no doubt that the uterine wall um, is required for life. Mm-hmm. But it's not the beginning of life. No. C says the testimony is the product of reliable principles and methods. Listen, every embryologist would agree that life be- life begins at fertilization. Yes. Now, life doesn't... It's not possible without implantation. Correct. After the fact, because implantation is where that life is fed through the root system, that new life is allowed, it's maintained until we come out of the womb. Mm -hmm. But life begins at fertilization. Make make no mistake, it begins at fertilization. Correct. Not at implantation, not at conception. Mm -mm. Um, D, the expert has reliably applied the principles and methods to the facts of the case. I'm telling you right now that in the, the right-of-way transcription. There's nothing in there that's not true. Right. And that any scientist would argue with. Okay, so now... Um, what's interesting about Rule 702 is the first time it showed up, it looks like... Uh, I can't see a date here that makes any sense. Anyway, I'm going to go down to the notes. It says, Notes of Advisory Committee on Proposed Rules. And I'm, I'm going to go through these real quick. Okay. Because when you read this and you understand the concept of specialized knowledge, we already covered that. Mm-hmm. Um... I am gonna uh, let me do one more thing. I'm gonna go to the word special. Okay. S P E C I A L D E S. Special. Merriam Webster. Distinguished by some unusual quality, especially being in some way superior. Superior. The fact that I'm conscious of fertilization, I hate to say it, I'm not, and I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, ashamed of this, I am superior mm-hmm. to those that don't know the truth of their origin. Mm-hmm. Special 2 says, held in particular esteem, particular esteem, I'm going to, particular, meaning a piece of the whole. A part of the whole. Mm-hmm. But the key word there then would be esteem. So I'm just going to go, so held in particular esteem, something special, specialized knowledge. So something by knowing, by having knowledge, you have a sense of esteem for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to esteem real quick. I don't want to get lost. It says esteem, the regard in which one is held, archaic, worth, value. Opinion, judgment, verb says to set a high value on, regard highly, and prize accordingly. Do you think that the 280 days in a womb should be esteemed? Absolutely. And you better believe it, because without it, you're not here. That's right. 
It's your entire life. Your life, your life depends on it. It's based on it. It's based on it. Um, 2A says to view, to consider. So esteem is to consider. It's consideration. Mm -hmm. What happens when you don't consider the 280 days in a womb? Do you esteem it? No. No. And then uh, 2B says to think. And then believe. I'm going to click on believe. But number three says to appraise. Mm -hmm. I do want to click on believe because I want to see what they say. So to believe is to consider to be true or honest. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The 280 days in the womb are true. Yes. Um, B says to accept the word or evidence of. I don't need any word. It's The, the evidence is overwhelming. I am here now, so I must have been there then. Mm -hmm. Even though when I was there then, it was here now for me. Mm -hmm. Um. And two says to home, hold as an opinion, to suppose. Intransitive verb says to accept something is true, genuine or real. Um, B says to have a firm or wholehearted religious conviction or persuasion, to regard the existence of God as a fact. Uh, two says to have a firm conviction as to the goodness, efficacy, or ability of something. Uh, to hold an this is to, to believe by the way mm -hmm. to hold an opinion to think um, all right I don't have too many problems with those so esteem special says held in particular esteem the 280 days in a womb are particular they're a part of your whole Mm -hmm. life so if you don't hold them in esteem if you don't value the 280 days in the womb somebody else will yeah one man's trash becomes another man's treasure appraise the second definition is to evaluate the worth significance or status of the status mm -hmm. isn't it funny how people want to try to change their status what from the from dead to living mm-hmm but you can't change from dead to living. You're either, you've always been living, because once you're dead, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes back from the dead. <laughs> Let me say it again. No body comes back from the dead. <laughs> uh, 3A says, readily distinguishable from others of the same category. Unique. <laughs> Are my 46 chromosomes like any other? No. No. It's definitely unique. Um, here's the one I was looking for. 3B says, of, relating to, or constituting a species. Uh -huh. Which word are you on right now? I've lost you. I'm at special. At special. Okay. So rule 702 says, having specialized knowledge. Yeah. And special... 3B says, of, relating to, or constituting a species. And then the, the, the word after that is specific. So I'm going to click on species. Kind or sort, a class of individuals having common attributes and designated by a common name. Specifically, a logical division of a genus or more comprehensive class. C says the human race, human beings. Um, 
I'm going to go down to D2 because D1 is too long. D2 says an individual or kind belonging to a biological species. Let me ask you something, Linda. From fertilization onward, am I of one species? Yes. Yes. <laughs> is the issuance, is a birth certificated person of color of the same species? No. No. <laughs> It's a different species, mm -hmm. or it's a mixed species, mm -hmm. but it isn't my 46 chromosome species. Mm -hmm. So having, I'm going back to 702 again, rule 702, having specialized knowledge, species knowledge, specific knowledge mm -hmm. is about the species. Yep. It's not about the birth certificated person, it's about the biological human race mm -hmm. and by the way even the single cell zygote and me sitting here today that's one in the same entity yes i just evolved beyond it it was a single cell i'm a multi-trillion cell but but i and my father are one yes the zygote's my father Yes. The zygote's not my dad. My dad gave me 23 chromosomes. But I am the offspring of the zygote. Yes. Just like the oak tree is the offspring of the acorn. Yeah. Well, it's really only way it can happen biologically. Species. Um, e, a particular kind of atomic nucleus, atom, molecule, or ion. Hmm. <laughs> Ion. That that right there can be a suffix. Mm -hmm. Inspiration ion. Mm -hmm. Look at number two. What does number two say for species? The consecrated Eucharist, Eucharistic elements of the Catholic Church or Eastern Orthodox Eucharist. There it is right there. The consecrated... Eucharistic elements. They're calling that a species. Mm -hmm. Well, it is. I don't have to believe in Roman Catholicism or, or Eastern Orthodoxy. Because whether they exist or not, I do. And the species exist whether they exist or not. Mm -hmm. So their, their words, their ideas of consecration, or their Eucharistic elements. By the way, the zygote is called a eukaryotic cell. Yes. Um, 3B says an object of thought uh, correlative or correlative with a natural object. Is the zygote an object of nature? Yes. So, I mean, if they take a piece of paper to represent that object, of a natural object, that, that could be a species. It says an object of thought correlative, mm -hmm. something that correlates with a natural object. So my afterbirth material that's cut off of me, they can take a piece of paper and put a name or title on it or words on it and say, this paper is here to represent that object, that natural object. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a separate species or a species. A species. Yep. The same with um, the idea of money. Mm -hmm. When they're talking about species, they're talking about money. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, I don't want to get lost, but I do want to say that Rule 702, it says specialized knowledge. Specialized took us to special, took us to specie. <laughs> Specie-based knowledge. Yep. Who better to speak about the, the human species than me? Or you? Or me. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're here, Mm-hmm. As long as you're an example of the entirety of the species, meaning from fertilization to this moment, mm-hmm. the evolutionary process, from from intelligent design, zygote, to, uh, through all of the evolutionary process to this moment, yep, a perfect, you're a perfect example of it. Yep, of that species. Yep. So you could become an expert witness from the beginning. I'm not going to be an expert witness for the birth certificated person because that species is mixed. Yeah. It might have some of my biology, but it also has some of mom's. We're correct. And that's not my species. Mm-mm. I can't be an expert witness about that character, but I can be an expert witness about my biology and even my species because I'm an example of it. Yes. Not of that paper character, not of that monstrosity, not of that chimera, not of that tertium quid feto maternal placental based born alive birth certificated character. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Um, okay, so now I'm going to read the notes again because well, this is this, just, this is their notes. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that that is the explanation of it's either or. What you just it's either said. or. That's what you just said. I cannot be the birth certificated character because I only have 46 chromosomes. That's correct. Okay. Um, it notes, an intelligent evaluation of facts is often difficult or impossible without the application of some scientific, technical, or other specialized knowledge. The most common source of this knowledge is the expert witness, although there are other techniques for supplying it. So look at it. It says the most common source of this knowledge is the expert witness. Mm -hmm. Most of the literature assumes that experts testify only in the form of opinions. The assumption is logically unfounded. The rule accordingly recognizes that an expert on the stand may give a dissertation or exposition of scientific or other principles relevant to the case, leaving the trier of fact to apply them to the facts. Of course, the trier of fact is who? Well, if the trier of fact is a jury, it's, a, it's those people. If the trier of fact is wearing a black robe, it's that person. Mm-hmm. Continue. Since much of the criticism of expert testimony has centered upon the hypothetical question, it seems wise to recognize that the opinions that opinions are not indispensable and to encourage the use of expert testimony in non-opinion form when counsel believes the trier can itself draw the requisite inference. The use of opinions is not abolished by the rule however it will continue to be permissible for the experts to take the further step of suggesting the inference which should be drawn from applying the specialized knowledge to the facts now again specialized knowledge remember they're talking about species Mm -hmm. if i claim a birthday that's one species Mm -hmm. 
and I'm becoming a witness for the birth certificated person. Yes. If I understand fertilizations, the beginning or the origin of this, my, my species, the species of the living, that's also specialized knowledge. Yes. But the only way to differentiate that is understand that fertilization is the origin of the living. Yes. The birth certificate is the origin of a decedent estate. Correct. A different species. Yes. But nevertheless, a species. Mm-hmm. Okay. To continue, whether the situation is a proper one for the use of expert testimony is to be determined on the basis of assisting the trier. There is no more certain test for determining when experts may be used than the common sense inquiry whether the untrained layman would be qualified to determine intelligently and to the best possible degree the particular issue without enlightenment from those having a specialized understanding of the subject involved in dispute. Look at that. Particular particular issue without enlightenment (laughs) when opinions are excluded it is because they are unhelpful and therefore superfluous and a waste of time the rule is broadly phrased the fields of knowledge which may be drawn upon, are not limited merely to the scientific and technical, but extend to all, and look at this, specialized knowledge. Now, specialized is in quote, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So they're extending it. They're extending it to specialized knowledge. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go to the word extend. Extend. This is where it's going to get cool. Extend, Merriam-Webster. Oh, ready? Mm-hmm. Now this again. Remember that it's always it, they're always using words against us. Mm-hmm. But look what to extend says. To spread or stretch forth, to unbend, to stretch out to its fullest length. From fertilization to this moment is as far as I can go. Mm-hmm. That's that's the full extension of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? But look what else extend says. To cause, um, no, to exert, to exert oneself to full capacity. D says to increase the bulk by adding a cheaper substance or a modifier. Okay, look at that. So here I am, baby umbilical cord and, and fetal extra embryonic matter, right? Mm-hmm. But if you add the maternal part of the placenta, you've increased my bulk, haven't you? Mm-hmm. And see what D2 says? Adulterate. Adulterate. So if you include the maternal part of the placenta, you have adulterated, by increasing the bulk, you've adulterated my entirety mm-hmm. and that's by extension mm-hmm. but it gets it, it's okay we're gonna fix that um three says 
to take possession of something such as land by a writ of extent. A writ of extent sounds like a birth certificate that has a fetal maternal aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So somebody's taking possession of me, my life, my property, my energy through a writ of extent mm-hmm. because if if the birth certificate is me and my mom's biology, that's an extension, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What is a writ of extent, by the way? I'm going to click on that hyperlink. I was trying to find it. A writ of extent, um, it says, a writ formally used to recover debts of record mm-hmm. to the British Crown and under which the lands, goods, and person of the debtor might be seized to secure payment. Wow. Well, hell. <laughs> that sounds like the, the placenta. Mm-hmm. And they're, and they're grabbing us through this this um, composition of matter, the patent, um, 35 U.S.C. 101, and they're able to grab us and call, consider us a debtor, mm-hmm. probably to make us to pay for whatever wars between countries or whatever. It doesn't even matter. Mm-mm. It's a writ of extent. The birth certificate is a writ of extent. Yep. Um. 3B says to take by force. Is cutting the umbilical force? Yep. Hell yes it is. I'm, by the way, it, it, it extent becomes a good word too here in a second. To make an offer of, to, to proffer, to make available, to cause to reach as in distance or scope. That sounds like jurisdiction to me. Mm-hmm. They're able to get you because they've got you in scope, in the scope, in the crosshairs. Yep. Um, 5B says to cause to be longer, to prolong. C says advance further. But here's the one that I wanted you to see. 6A says to cause to be of greater area or volume, and it has the word enlarge. Now... This is where I go to Black's Law. Okay. I'm going to go to enlarge um, at Webster's first because I want you to see what it actually says. It says to make larger. So think about this. From fertilization to the moment, that, to, to the cut end, to the cut end of the umbilical. That's a dead end, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you extend and include all of the time outside of the womb, you've extended it, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So you've made it larger. Mm-hmm. You've, you've expanded what was once a decedent estate and you turned it into the living man. I like um, number three. Oh, that's, I don't want to get there yet. <laughs> no, what I'm getting at is yeah. that if, if, if my life ended at the terminus of the cut, that's limited. Yes. But if you extend it by including all the time outside the womb. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. That's an enlargement too. Yeah. So even though one type of enlargement is by adding mom's biology. Right. The other part is by adding the time outside the womb, the living man time. Yes. And now you've extended it, you've expanded it. Yes. And two says to give greater scope to, to expand. That's proving life. Yes. So once you prove life, remember um, uh, uh, Section 4 of the Seti Vice 1666 says when man proves life, he's revested with his 
property. Right, and their example, <clears throat> education may enlarge one's view of the world. <clears throat> you know, I didn't think about fertilization until we just started this discussions. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't make the connection of how important it was. I didn't make the connection. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it from so from the indigenous person on the land, looking backwards to the beginning. You've mm-hmm. extended all the way back to God. Yes. You've extended all the way back to the act of creation called fertilization. You've extended all the way back to the thing created, with his, which is the zygote or the origin of the species. The species. Yep. If you're starting there looking out, you've now extended from a terminal point, um, a decedent estate, and you've extended by adding the living man to it, so now it's one life again, a yep. living man. Yep. And you've proven life, and by proving life, the Sedeke Act says that you get all your property back. Mm-hmm. But here's the best one. Number three says, to set free. Yeah. Think about that. If, if I accept the birth certificated character that terminates with the cut, I can't go any further, can I? Mm-mm. I'm basically stuck inside the womb, inside of mother. Yeah. I'm stuck on that placental island, am I not? Yes. I can't go anywhere. It's a prison. Mm-hmm. But if I extend, if I understand, if I have the knowledge beyond that belief system, what does number three say? It sets you free. Just set free. Mm-hmm. So the knowledge, knowing fertilization to last breath, is an is an enlargement. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hell, I mean, when they when you see pictures of Jesus, doesn't he have a barbed wire fence around his head? Yep. They call it what a crown of thorns. Mm-hmm. That's a barbed wire fence holding you in. Yes. With yep. your own mind. Yep. By your beliefs. You get, by a belief. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go to enlarge at, at uh, Black's Law, 5th edition. And enlarge says to make larger, to increase, to extend a time limit. Now think about that. In the, in the womb, when they clamp and cut the cord, all the stuff in the womb terminates. Yes. So, but but it says to enlarge is to add time. You get all the time outside the womb. That's an enlargement. Yeah. And look at it says to grant further time, further beyond the cut. But it's granted. Whatever. Don't don't. That's what I'm getting at is to enlarge it. Who grants what? If if you prove life, somebody's been holding your shit in trust. Mm-hmm. So finally, finally you get what's what's rightfully yours. Yes. I don't care if they call it a grant. You've, you're just giving me back what's always been mine. Right. But look at what it says right after that. It says also to set at liberty one who has been imprisoned or in custody Mm -hmm. so to enlarge is to get out from under custody to enlarge is to get out of the prison yep it's finally the end of your sentence Mm -hmm. by adding the initial period it's the end of your sentence (laughs) yes all right so enlarge 
Um, it says, but extend to all specialized knowledge. And extend led us to enlarge, didn't it? Yes. So once you have specialized knowledge, you have enlarged beyond. You've, you've grown beyond that jurisdiction. Yes. That jurisdiction is fictional. Mm-hmm. But once you have knowledge, you've grown beyond the once upon a time fiction. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, similarly, the expert is viewed not in a narrow sense, but as a person qualified by knowledge, skill, experience, training, or education. Thus, within the scope of the rule are not only experts in the strictest sense of the word, e.g. physicians, uh, uh, physicists and architects, but also the large groups sometimes called skilled witnesses, such as bankers and land or landowners testifying to land values. That seems weird to me that bankers and landowners are in there, but you know what? If I own, remember what the, the, the pellucid membrane does. It gives me legitimacy over that land, the motherland. Mm-hmm a true right-of-way and ownership where I don't require permission. Correct. Uh, Committee notes on rules. Um, Let me see how much of this I want to read. Well, and bankers, um, bank is also bank. It's um, court. Yeah. I mean, such as bankers or landowners testifying to land values. Again, if you go to the word bank, Mm -hmm. it's going to lead you to the word court. Yes. Okay. Um, This is pretty cool, too. So, Rule 702 has been amended in response to Daubert versus Merrill Dow Pharmaceuticals. 1993, and to the many cases applying Daubert, including uh, Kumo Tire Company, Carmichael, whatever. In Daubert, the court charged trial judges with the responsibility of acting as gatekeepers to exclude unreliable expert testimony. And in, in, in the, and the court in Kumo clarified that this gatekeeper function applies to all expert testimony, not just testimony based in science. So they're saying that gatekeepers, think about that. goes on to say the amendment affirms the trial court's role as gatekeeper and provides some general standards that the trial court must use to assess the reliability and helpfulness of of proffered expert testimony Uh, consistently with kumo the rule as amended provides that all types of expert testimony present questions of admissibility for the trial court in deciding whether the evidence is reliable and helpful consequence Consequently, the admissibility of all expert testimony is governed by the principles of Rule 104A. Under that rule, the proponent has the burden of establishing that the pertinent admissibility requirements are met by a preponderance of of the evidence. I don't think anybody can get past 
the truth of fertilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the fact of the mayhem mm-hmm. um, upon the innocent newborn. Yeah. At the port of entry to the new world, beyond the womb, the world beyond the womb. Yeah. Um, what I'm looking for now, I don't want to read through all this, but I really, I really want to see how often the word um, specific or specialized comes up. So I just looked at Daubert there. That's the only words, those are the words that are important. Specialized knowledge. Because we're talking about species. So, in the next paragraph on the second line, there's specific factors. Yeah, that's the word, though. When you see specific species or specialized, that's what we're looking. That's all. That's all that matters. Well, in that same paragraph, the last line says that the court in Kumo held that these factors might also be applicable. Mm-hmm. Remember, you, you said the word specific factors, right? Mm-hmm. Specific. The last line says, the court in Kumo held that these factors, they're talking about those specific factors, might also be uh, applicable in assessing the reliability of non-scientific expert testimony depending on upon, and here's what it says, the particular circumstances of the particular case at issue. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Quote, unquote. So they're talking very specific about particular, a particular case Mm -hmm. and particular circumstances. Right. So we need to look up the word particular real quick, because once you understand the language, Mm -hmm. it gets really easy. Particular is used a lot. It is, because it means not whole. Yeah. I mean, I just did control F and it's just all over the place. So particular at Merriam Webster says of relating to or being a single person or thing. A single thing. Mm-hmm. Of relating to or concerned with details. That means I have to look at details. Remember the devil's in the details. Right. If the devil's in the details, the de- there's something wrong with the word detail. Yeah. So I'm going to go to detail. Extended treatment of or attention to particular items. Hmm. Extended treatment, there's extension, or uh, of or attention to particular items. And here's number two, a part of a whole. Mm-hmm such as a small and subordinate part, they call that particular. A small and subordinate part is particular. Also, a reproduction of such a part of a work of art. Now, of course, years ago, I discovered that the word child was Christian art, according to the Catholic Dictionary. Yeah. Child, let me say that again, 
child, the word child, the term child, was considered Christian art, mm -hmm. according to the Catholic dictionary. Right. Detail also is a part considered or requiring to be considered separately from the whole. That's a detail. Mm-hmm. So when they clamp and cut the cord and separate the umbilical cord and the fetal maternal placenta, that is a separate, that's separate from the whole baby or from the whole biological estate. And it becomes a detail. Mm -hmm. The devil is in the details. The devil is in that cut. Did you see uh, D photography? Photography, 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 the small elements of an image corresponding to those of the subject. Wow. <laughs> it's like on a driver's license. Mm -hmm. 3A says selection of a person. This is detail. Selection of a person or group for a particular task. And it says as in military service. Mm-hmm. We got your naval base. Your naval base, yeah. Um, again, the devil's in the details. Mm -hmm. um, if there's no details, in other words, if you're left whole, W-H-O-L-E, there is no detail. Right. If you're left whole, if you are delivered, if you're delivered as the fetus and your membranes, there is no separation. If there's no separation, if there is no cut, there is no detail. Mm -hmm. And if there's no detail, there is no devil. That's right. Okay. Um, I, I don't think this is too difficult. Uh, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm back to Rule 702, and I'm very, very interested in the word um, specialized. That's all I, that, because, or specific, or species. Oh, there, okay. And, and the word knowledge, by the way. Knowing something is important. Mm -hmm. By the way, do I know that fertilization is my origin? Yeah. Of course I do. So do you. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, so does everybody else once they get past all the ridiculous, um, you know, the ridiculousness of a birthday or the ridiculousness of implantation or the ridiculousness of a fetal maternal placenta. You know, when I know that my 46 chromosomes was created at fertilization, all the rest of it is meaningless. Mm -hmm. So in the paragraph, second paragraph, at the bottom of the page is specialized knowledge to the facts. Um, and then in the next paragraph, it's specialized understanding of the subject involved in the dispute. If I'm a pacifist, is there any dispute? Mm -mm. No. No. Mm -mm. Well, I'm, I, the, when, if people have the eyes to see, mm -hmm. they'll realize that 
the expert witness, they're allowing the expert witness. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to understand you cannot be a witness against yourself. This is the most important thing to understand. They get you to become a witness against yourself because the birth certificated 92 chromosome entity is not you. Right. So when you're using a birth certificated character or you're speaking about a birth certificated character, that is not you. <laughs> if you admit to certain things using that character, then, or, or if you're looked at as a witness in any situation to be used against yourself, that's why they tell you you have the right to remain silent. Mm -hmm. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Well, and I, I just want to point out that you're just, even in those circumstances, you are not technically a witness against yourself. You're a witness against another thing that includes some of your biology. Yeah, you, that's because the Fifth Amendment won't allow you to be a witness against exactly. yourself. It's not even a possibility. What I'm, so, what I'm saying is they're abiding by that law. You are not. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're not. This situation is not corrupt. No. They're actually abiding by the rules all the way exact. Mm hmm the only one that's corrupt is is you. Mm -hmm. You're the one that's corrupt because you're using a character that has been corrupted. Yes. Your purity only extends to your 46 chromosomes. The moment you enlarge your existence to include mom's 46 chromosomes, now you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Because that's not your property. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when mom, when, when the pellucid membrane surrounds me, it's still not my biology. Correct. Uh, as long as I know the difference between my 46 chromosomes and my biological estate and those of another, mm -hmm. as long as I know that the birth certificate doesn't apply to me, it applies to a combination or a, 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 a composition of matter, mm -hmm. then... I'm not going to admit to anything that isn't me or mine. Right. So corrupt in Marion's <clears throat> is to change from good to bad in morals, manners, or actions, to degrade with unsound principles or moral values, to rot, to spoil. Three is to subject a person to corruption of blood, Four, to alter from the original or correct form or version. So, the living being, the true native, I mean the native being, mm -hmm. part of nature, mm -hmm. they create an alter native. Yes pronounced alternative mm -hmm. and we claim that alternative mm -hmm. which is an imposter yes um what else what else did you say you you had something else in there so alternative is one um 
in what I just said and corrupt. Yeah. Corrupt. Oh, corruption of blood is another one. Yeah, corruption I think of blood, and to alter from the origin or corrupt form, or the original or cor- correct form or version. Well, there's only one beginning, mm-hmm. one origin, mm-hmm. and I think again when you when you choose when you choose to become corrupt mm-hmm. by by claiming the birth certificated fetal maternal mm-hmm. aspect um, who did that yeah I mean they're not it might feel like it but um, you're the one admitting to that mm-hmm yeah, the intransitive verb is to become tainted or rotten, to become morally debased, to cause disintegration or ruin. Well, corruption of blood. Mm-hmm. According to the Constitution, Clause 2, it says Congress shall have the power to declare the punishment of treason but no attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood or forfeiture except during the life of the person attainted. Um, treason. By, by claiming the character created by Rome, then that's, that's, the, that's the person that the afterbirth person. Mm-hmm. that has its separate title from the living being by doing that you have changed you have changed um, governments yes people don't realize it but if you're self-governing and you believe in a birthday you're no longer self-governing no you can't be if 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 you're self-governing but then you change to believe your constitution is a 1789 piece of paper then you've changed governments Mm -hmm. if you think you're self-governing but you believe in uh salvation or jesus you've lost the ability to self-govern yes you can call it sedition if you want because you but you are overthrowing your own government Mm -hmm. your ability to Mm self-govern And that's what you're being punished for. Yeah, corruption is departure from the origin or from what is pure and or correct. If I add my mom's biology to me, am I pure? No. No. If I take on a paper character, am I pure? No. No. I'm not. So, I mean, it really is... We need to stop overthinking this. Right. We need to realize that there's a single line from fertilization in the womb to your last breath outside the womb. Mm -hmm. There is no parallel. There is no alter ego. There is only one life, one you. Yep. And if you don't get it, if you don't understand how simple this is, that from fertilization to your last breath is one singular lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that by claiming the alternative, alternative birth certificated character, you have corrupted your own bloodline. Yep. 
and you know, are literally lost at sea. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, Rule 72, I'm going to go right up to the top of it again. We're not done. I mean, you could read through this whole thing. But this is a testimony by an expert witness. The only thing I'm concerned with is the concept of specialized knowledge. Mm -hmm. And if you are able to use the right-of-way ideas or the, 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 the narrative or the transcription as an expert witness in any situation you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. It is specialized knowledge. It does apply to every living man or woman. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about an age of majority, which is only over 50%. Mm -hmm. We're talking about whole, Mm -hmm. W-H-O-L-E. Correct. Becoming whole. Yep. Not a majority. Mm -mm but becoming whole. If, if, if the word majority is involved in your existence, then there's a lot of you missing. Yep. If, I, if I'm saying that I'm the age of majority, well, that's, that, that's only more than 50%. Mm-hmm. It's not all. Well, what, where's the rest of me? Exactly. When you know fertilization to last breath is the entirety of your biology, there is no majority. Mm-mm. It's 100% ownership. Right. 100% ownership is where you remove yourself from all of the fictions. If any piece of you is left behind to fall into his story, Mm -hmm. then you're you're stuck with, with a bullshit equity. Yes. But if you're the owner of 100% of your existence then the rules of the game don't apply. Mm -mm. If any piece of you finds its way into the game, then the rules of the game apply. But if you're out of the game in in wholeness, and in fact, let's just call the game what it is. It's it's either you're healthy or you are unhealthy. Mm -hmm. To be healthy, you have to be W-H-O-L-E, whole. Mm -hmm. And, And my favorite verse is... King James Version of Luke 531, they that are whole need not a physician. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be fixed. You don't need salvation. You don't need to be salvaged. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need any help from anybody. You are whole. Whole. Mm -hmm. And that's the supreme being. Mm -hmm. All right. We're done. Yep. This is a a tough one, but expert witness is extremely important for people to understand. Yep, absolutely. Oh, now I can go eat. I'm starving. (laughs) (laughs) I am absolutely starving. All right, well, get this to me when you get a chance. I'll get it up at, at, uh, you know, New Word Order ASAP. I will do that. All right. Have a great day, lady. You too. Bye. Okay.